0: this is it episode 219 of no laugh track podcast we're here at acme this is acme's official podcast here in minneapolis my name is justin severson i am the host thank you circle of heat as always, every week, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. um, Thank you, Wendy Liebman, for being such an awesome guest last week and for all the people that listened. If you haven't yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. She is the uh, sweetest sweetheart that ever walked the planet and told jokes, so you should listen to that. If you're not, you're wasting your time doing other things. Chris Garcia, though, is here with me this week, and we just met moments ago.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe three... Four minutes ago. Four, three, four minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that, that's my definition of moments. <laughs> yeah. In case everybody's wondering. Now Pretty know. accurate. Uh-huh. Yo, uh huh. What's up? First of all, before let's just cut straight, you have an LA Kings hat.
1: I am wearing an LA Kings hat. I am from Los Angeles. I wear it mostly to piss off my father in law. I'm not a huge. Uh, he's like a. Uh, He's from Iowa, and he's like a Chicago fan. And uh, he really, I mean, he just really hates everything about Los Angeles sports. And I was like, well, hey, might as well get a Kings hat. So uh, we did a...
0: (laughs) We did uh what's what do you do over Plus it's straight gangster.
1: Oh yeah, it's straight gangster. Yeah. I'm pretty much straight out of Compton myself, yeah. so I figured might as well. But uh for Christmas I asked him for L- LA Kings hat and he got it for oh, me. Oh wow. <laughs> so it was really I mean, I don't hate him or anything, but we have a playful sure, sure. animosity no, uh-huh. about sports. So yeah, I asked for a Kings
0: hat. I uh I don't did I mention this on the show last week? I feel like um I I've Angry with I have two daughters. Oh, okay, uh, Chris and my oldest is ten, and she did a thing at school where she had to write. I think I did say this last week, but I'm going to tell you about it too. Um, they had to write, you know, little things about themselves, like uh, their friends, their favorite color, favorite book, song, favorite sports team. As a Minnesotan through and through, yeah, I've only lived here. Yeah, I only love the Minnesota Vikings. My daughter, who was born here, of my loins, put Green Bay Packers. Oh my
1: gosh!
0: Yeah, I confronted her the other day. Yeah, do you, do you <laughs> yeah. What'd you tell her? Well, first I slept. No, I, <laughs> I, uh,
1: <laughs> it seems like it would be okay if you were taken to court in Minneapolis. The judge would be like, "What? What did you do to this girl?" And you're like, "Hey, she's a Packers fan." And he's like, "Well." Uh never mind. Yeah, you may
0: are yeah. free to go. Actually, there I got there was a uh, a member of the Supreme Court that uh he just retired in the last few years, Alan yeah. Page. Oh, is wow. an NFL Hall of Famer, that played for the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, Imagine wow. if I that got right <laughs> in front of him. That would be <laughs> hilarious. I mean, it wouldn't be hilarious, but it would
1: be hilarious.
0: Uh yeah, I confronted her and she had no she, had, she, had no she couldn't, response. Back, I
1: couldn't back it couldn't back it. Like up. I like I like cheese. Yeah. She I couldn't like back it up.
0: Funny hats. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. think there's a boy she likes that I think wears a Packers shirt. Uh, okay. It, Days, you know on Friday. Lots Fridays of problem. <laughs> Damn right, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly, exactly, Chris. How were? Uh, what day did you come to town? I came in on Tuesday. On Tuesday? I um,
1: had show uh, a show then and a show last night. It was really fun. Uh, yeah, I'm having a great time. I've always wanted to perform here because it's like, you know, it's one of the best. It's known as one of the best clubs in
0: the whole country. Damn right.
1: Uh, and uh, the comics here are so great. And I knew, like,
0: I know a bunch of them. Yeah, they I, were just, uh, I I got here just a few minutes before you did today, and they were telling me that uh, right before you walked in, they're like, yeah, and he's friends with like, he knows Tim and Mary and Andy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know Andy Erickson really well. Um, and
1: then um, I know Eric Allen and yeah. Cy, yeah. like Tommy Ryman. Right on. I've known them for a couple years. Okay, And then I did the Akumal Festival one year. And, um, oh, you did? The stand-up with- records that Shikil yes. put together. Mm-hmm. So I got to hang out. Uh, in mexico with them and, oh right on you know tim and mary were there mary yeah. mack was so funny it was so amazing on conan a couple of weeks yes. ago and uh yeah i feel like it's a really good representation uh, that you guys have in the comedy world They're really funny smart comics uh a uh, little not quirky but a little left of center very smart uh-huh. but also like sincerely really nice like i've never met a mean comic no um i even went to a mic last night uh uh, grumpies, like, after the show. No shit. Yeah, I just went to hang out, and Great everyone was man. really nice. Usually the, the local scenes are like, who's this asshole? Who's this new guy? And people are like, hey, man, how are you? Chris, yeah. It's nice to meet you. Did
0: people know who you were? Was there, like, a little, like, I think he's the head, headliner to Acme this week. Um, Do you have no, any idea if people knew who you were?
1: No. Um, I knew, let's see, Jeff Foser was there, so I kind of knew him and some other people, but not. there wasn't, like, a buzz, yeah. like... There wasn't like a hush that came over the crowd <laughs> that were like, "Oh
0: my gosh!" Chris well, I was Garci- thinking maybe it was the yeah, yeah like the you know, like, pff, like you were kind of saying, "Well, the new guy, who's this new guy?" Oh, what, yeah, what who's he just this moved guy the in town? our scene. Yeah, I yeah. was like, "Nah, they're okay. pretty nice." That's good. That's uh, good. Well, that's cool. You going to hit the open mic on a? Yeah,
1: I didn't do it, but I just went to hang out. Oh no shit! Yeah, yeah, and it was just fun. I oh. mean, comedy's the same everywhere. There's sure. like the mic and it goes late, and <laughs> sometimes nobody's there, and <laughs> people are just sitting around and you know, bullshitting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, that's what's awesome about comedy, I think.
0: How? Uh, what? You've performed in Minnesota before, though. Yes.
1: Yeah. Last year, I performed. I think it was a pantages. I was opening for Marin on his um, like theater tour. Nice. And so I opened for him in Cleveland, and then here, and um, somewhere else uh, right before he's taped his special in Chicago, and then I got to open for his special. That he taped last year. Nice. So that was really cool. Um, so I think that was one or two shows. Really great. And then um, I performed in Bemidji once at Bemidji State, and the that Beavers. Was, yeah the Beavers. <laughs> Five p.m. On a Monday, oh yeah, it was per- students it was and their parents and their children, like their babies. Oh, they're like yeah. fresh in town. Yeah, it was very ideal. <laughs> for <a> yeah, comedy. <laughs> yeah, top ten show. Yeah, top ten show. Yeah, good. good, um, good. And then, uh, but yeah, last year was so cool to be at the Pantages. The um, the sound is so good. Like we showed up for a sound check, and um, Marin got really excited, and because he's like a such a sound guy and he loves music. Yeah, and he. The the sound guy there was just playing He was like check out our new speakers And he like played something in Marin He became like a little kid and he was like Hey can I uh can I put my Can I hook up my iPod What <laughs> Yeah And then so he hooked Like up his it was life. his living room Yeah like it was his living room And he hooked up his iPod And started playing music And I was like Walking around Trying to find the sweet spot In the like theater And oh, I found it. I was like Hey I think I found the sweet spot And he like Shuffles over oh, He's like on. running And he's like "Ah!" And we just sat there And listened to like Cool music for like a while <laughs> Like a very fond memory Nerds Yeah just nerding <laughs> out Awesome. with this guy who's like i'm half scared of
0: <laughs> i was gonna add I, that's funny you say that because i was gonna ask you like i know you did his podcast yeah was, uh when that is when you find out that that's happening is it's like holy shit this is he gonna go, how di- deep is this guy gonna dig
1: yeah well he's always been really nice to me like i opened for him a couple times just randomly in when i lived in san francisco i was just randomly booked to be his opener oh sure yeah. and then um from then on, I think I just opened whenever he came to town, and then I moved down to L.A., and he had me open another thing, and um, it's kind of inexplicable. <laughs> cause we're very different, but he just, he's just he been really kind to me, yeah. and so at the beginning, I was really scared to mess it up. I was like, I'm going to do something wrong. I'm going to show up late. I'm going to irk him yeah. or something, and now, I mean... Um, we're not, like, best friends in the world or anything. Call him right now. Would you? Blame? Yeah, yeah. Be like, can, can I get him on the air? Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, but he's really nice to me. And I feel really lucky. Just because someone that I admire so much yeah. has um, just been so cool and nice to me. So when I got... Um, when he was when I got booked to do WTF it was like really exciting because I'd done a live episode before and oh I, okay I called in once to promote my album he let me call in for five minutes and we talked about it oh wow but to like this is my first like full episode yeah. I got to sit in the chair where Obama sat right and I got to go in his like his podcast garage. is like
0: legitimate I mean yeah. the president was on the show yeah, yeah. I sat
1: and it's like a little rickety chair it's yeah. like a yellow chair with like a little it's like a grandma chair uh-huh. <laughs> and uh it was really <laughs> surreal I bet and then, you know, you put the cans on your ears, and he's like, all right, buddy, here we go. And you're yeah. like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> so it was like a real thrill, but he was really um, really kind to me during it. He's very enthusiastic. Yeah. I haven't gone – it came out a couple weeks ago, and I haven't gone back to listen to it because I feel like – You haven't? I'd feel like the sound of my own voice. I would just be like – so mad i was like why do i sound like that what hey mark how are you thanks for having (laughs) me on the program i just like pick it apart so i was like i'm not gonna listen to it i'm just gonna let it be a nice thing that i did that i did and uh i I don't know maybe i'll listen to it but i just haven't so far okay (laughs) but it was really it was a really cool surreal experience i saw that you um tweeted ricky rubio (laughs) i I was like you know it'd be kind of cool to have ricky at a show you know local hero yeah uh you know i uh i think he would like me you know (laughs) i uh i admire i think he's great yeah but i was like oh maybe i can get a ricky rubio to come out and come to a show he hasn't tweeted back or liked it i noticed that but if enough of us retweet it yeah. <laughs> if you're out there listening on, and you everybody. go to my Twitter just retweet it and maybe we can get Ricky out to me. he's in town is he really?
0: yes because there I saw a picture on Instagram of uh, Ricky Rubio along with Carl uh, Anthony Towns our oh other wow stud, yeah superstar their, you know, yes uh, a future MVP yeah future MVP and uh, they were their picture was taken with oh crap I saw it on Instagram. It was with a Vikings player. Yeah. And everyone was commenting about the clothes that Carl Anthony Towns and Ricky Rubio were wearing. Were they Ricky looked like he was still living in Spain. <laughs> he had, uh, I think they're called jeggings. Oh, yeah. And they may yeah. not have been, but they were the tightest uh, the tightest jeans I've ever seen. Oh, they kind of wow. went up a little bit of high water on oh, the bottom. Yeah. yeah. And this weird this weird shirt that kind of matched his pants. Yeah. Very Euro. You could take the the baller out of Spain. <laughs> you can't take the Spain. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'm just glad he doesn't have one of those
1: crazy weird hair. He has pretty normal hair mm-hmm. for the most part. He doesn't have one of those weird Euro faux hawks <laughs> that everybody has. You're right. Like it would be, I mean... He's flashy enough on the court. I think if he added, like, a crazy haircut, he'd probably get thrown into the stands You'd, all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. But, but, yeah. he's a damn good player. Oh, he's incredible. I really love how he plays. He's like a Pistol Pete all over again, mm-hmm. it feels like.
0: Did you play uh, did you play sports at all?
1: Yeah, I played a lot of sports uh, growing up, mostly baseball. I played a lot of baseball all through high school and well, stuff. Well, Cuban, of course. Yeah, I and mean, yeah. why did I ask? I, yeah, I know
0: I had to. Yeah, like you a, probably could hit a lot of home runs. And uh, let's see, you were a left fielder. <laughs> well, no home runs. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny.
1: As a kid, I wasn't strong at all. But my dad, and my dad knew this. My dad's a great ball player, so he's like, "We're gonna have to." You're gonna have to have some tricks up your sleeve. Oh. So when I was like five, I knew how to butt. And like in junior high I could throw like a circle change. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> like he was just like, you aren't gonna be a traditionally power hitter. So when I was a kid, I was like, Oh, I love Tony Gwynn and Mark Grace and like Kirby Puckett. Like yeah. people that weren't like physically monsters, you know, yeah, but like good these point. little yeah. uh-huh. these little stubby
0: guys. Mark Mark Grace just looked like an average guy. Yeah, yeah. he
1: looked like he worked at Kohl's mm-hmm. or something
0: yeah. like and then uh who else? Uh, and Puckett looked like a softball player. Yeah, he not looked a like a softball player.
1: dad. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dad. And then he's but he's great. Tony Gwynn, even Wally Joyner. I just like yeah. the guys that weren't like physical species, just mm-hmm. the scrappy guys. Gotcha. And I think that's almost my place in life. <laughs> <But> I'm like <laughs> a scrappy guy. Where I'm like, all I'm gonna make it to the championship. You know, I might not be you know, on the post they not might not be selling my jerseys. Yeah, yeah. But I will do a trick play. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When I was a kid. You might I, end up on top five plays. Yeah, top five plays like every once in a while. Yeah. But um, my baseball team when I was in Babe Ruth, which do you guys have that there. It's yeah, like the league yeah. after Little League. Mm-hmm. We had this all-star tournament. It was like the state tournament. And I made the team as an alternate, and I got to go travel with them. to It was in Calexico, which is the Mexico-California border. Okay. It was 115 degrees, so all the games were like played at like 10 p.m., <laughs> and uh, Jeez. and we got to the semifinals, and I got they brought me in to pitch, and there were two outs, and I think it was, like, the fifth inning. It was, like, getting deep into the game, yeah. and my coach was like, if you throw a pitch, I will fucking kill you. What? You're in there. I'm left-handed, and he's like, you're in there to pick that guy off. Oh, wow. And so, like, I just came in, like, a little 13-year-old fat kid, and just, like, totally... Fake this the guy on first out and just threw him it out. It happened and it happened. Get and I just here. But that's like the type of player I was, where I was like, "You need like a suicide squeeze, or you need to like uh, like I would get in a pickle. Like my coach would be like, "All right, like you just tangle up." <laughs> like I would get a sign and I would just like tangle up like the first baseman and the shortstop, and I just run back and <laughs> forth. And like I was like a, I have like a high. Baseball IQ, just because my dad just, like, trained me as a child. Wow. And then, but I was, like, a terrible athlete where I was, like, couldn't run very fast. I'm flat-footed. Okay. Like, I'm left-handed, so that gave me an advantage. Absolutely. Could, like, a ball had some movement on it. Mm-hmm. And I just had, to, like, I threw a knuckle curve in
0: high school. I was just like,
1: who, who does that? But you but, called it a fastball. Yeah, I called it a fastball. <laughs> my fastball probably never broke 70. Yeah. But it didn't matter. So I was just, like, a...
0: Yeah, and your coach sounds like some sort of future major league manager. Well, Jeez. my
1: dad, well, my dad was my coach, but my coach, my dad was like, "Listen, uh, things work a little differently with this kid." Yeah, calling yeah. in the trick plays at thirteen. <laughs> yeah, totally. Jeez, that's- my dad was so into it that uh, in high school he would like. I mean, it got him in trouble. Like sometimes he would he'd get kicked. Like in little league, there was like a playoffs where he just like. They were like, you can't come to the games anymore. Oh, (laughs) that guy. Yeah, he wasn't all the time, but there was a play at the plate once where I was pitching, and there was a play at the plate where the ball went over the catcher, and I had the presence of mind to back up the catcher, and I caught the ball, and I tagged the guy out at home, and he was clearly out, and the ump called him safe, and my dad lost his shit. He, like, scaled the fence like King Kong. Watch He was like, like, you motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, hey, man. This kid's 10. <laughs> like you can't you can't do
0: that. The umpires are like, "We're volunteering for this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> we but don't need this very, abuse.
0: Yeah. But I played wow. a little bit of basketball.
1: But I think that's why I like guys like Ricky Rubio because I'm like I'm not 6 feet tall at all. Yep. Like I can I can dish a pass. Sure. I can I have good court vision. Uh-huh. Like I can't dunk in or anything, Hell but no. I could throw it between someone's legs. <laughs> you
0: <know? laughs> Did you ever when you were younger cuz the only reason I asked this cuz I felt this way. I thought like I probably this was back maybe 13, 14 years old. It was like, all right, I'm still growing. I'm going to get stronger. Eventually, I'm going to be able to dunk. Yeah. Yeah, not, not even no. Not even, well, no. my mom's no. four foot
1: eight and my dad's like Whoa. five, um, seven or eight. And okay. I'm somehow the tallest person in my family. Uh-huh. And I'm like five, nine. Uh, so I was like, I don't think this is in the cards for me. But I was like, I thought I had a chance of making the pros <laughs> somehow. Hmm. That's how delusional. I mean, it would explain going to stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah,
0: you got to have to take that leap of faith Yeah, totally. to be like, I think I can do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think my, my plan was who was going to be a Major League Baseball player. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't even, like, I didn't make my junior high team. Yeah. Uh, the traveling all-star team or whatever, yeah. like you're saying you made. Yeah, yeah no. The, my friends got to go on those trips. Yeah, no, I, I just didn't. barely got on those teams.
1: And then, I mean, I had to really, you know, prove myself mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. But I kind of, I mean, I feel like... I also love movies like Rocky and like stuff like that. I just love underdog mm-hmm. stories and yeah. stuff like that. Hell yeah. And so, Even I watched the movie The Natural the other day. You remember that movie? Of course. Robert uh, Redford. Redford. I hadn't seen it forever. Yeah. and uh, I had an old copy of it, and my wife had never seen it. I was like, let's watch this. And I remember watching it as a little boy, like, before big uh, Little League games and, like, putting it in. And the end where he hits, the light. Your like, inspiration. Home run. Yeah, I would, like, run around the coffee <laughs> table like it was. Uh, I would just run at the same time as him and, like, you know, like, the li- the ball hit the light. It was just, like, explosion, raining, right? an Explosion. Yeah. And the song would be, like, do, 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 do. Yes. And I would, like, run along with Roy Hobbs, just a fat little turd of a child, <laughs> pretending that I could, like, yeah, I'm a champ,
0: too. Do you realize that if someone could, you know, the technology uh, wasn't there then, but yeah. if somebody could have recorded that and put it on YouTube. Oh my god, You would have been the viral kid. Yeah, I like would you, have been the. You would whatever. have been the Jedi, you know, the lightsaber <laughs> kid. Yeah, you were the lightsaber <laughs> kid with a baseball yeah. bat.
1: Yeah. I mean, just a young Chewbacca mom. <laughs> like, <Yes! peaking> at <laughs> seven
0: years old. Um Hey, but, Chewbacca mom ended up getting an action figure. Are you serious? Did, yeah. Whoa. Did you Lucas film like the they made one for I don't her? know who does I don't know who does the toys now, Kenner or whoever does I don't I can't remember, Hasbro or whoever does the toys yeah. now. They made a figure of her that's with cool. removable Chewbacca mask. And
1: then its her face underneath? Yes. They made oh, one wow. for
0: her. They took her and gave her a tour of that place.
1: Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. I think I think she gets a bad rap, or some people are cynical and don't like her. It's like she made everyone's week good for a week. She <laughs> like, did. She was like great, you know.
0: It put a lot of smile on like a billion people's faces. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I, it's, it was. That was. Uh, I'm definitely minded that a lot less. I'm glad I got a laugh the first couple times. Yeah, yeah. I minded that a lot less than like when the when everybody's dumping water over their heads. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, like, uh. Yeah, like, okay, done Enough yeah. D- Don't you fucking tag me <laughs> Yeah, I know Don't you fucking tag <laughs> don't me Don't <laughs> you this. dare Don't you dare
1: tag me <laughs> And then you have to have the asshole that doesn't do it Or untag yourself Mm-hmm Absolutely Yeah Jerks
0: It's almost worse than having a disease <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 that, that <laughs> that's the uh, yeah, that I'm actually raising funds for that <laughs> oh, Yeah, yeah <laughs> Yeah <laughs> That's awesome uh, Where are you living right now? I am
1: back in Los Angeles. I lived in LA through high school and community college, and then I uh, went up to the Bay Area, and that's where I lived for a long time, started comedy, and then I moved back about four years ago.
0: Okay. Yeah. And you're, I, I've done some research, When so you got married in the last
1: year? Got married last October, yeah, coming up on a year. Oh, congratulations. Last October. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was awesome. I, uh, I enjoy it. Well, I think I'm kind of a... Marriage guy, yeah. Like, it's weird. People ask like, "So how's married life?" And it feels like an attack. <laughs> like yeah. with single friends are like, "So how are you liking it?" I was like, "It's awesome. I uh, like it." You still getting fed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh huh? uh, yeah. You and still get uh, to watch your own shows? Yeah. <laughs> but my wife's cool. She's um she's very sweet. She's six foot two, which is kind of nuts. Oh wow. Um,
0: which have you uh said you have a history like old taller? Is that a thing? No, it no, like, it just I happened.
1: Had, uh, girlfriends before that were very short yeah. and not tall. And, uh, I mean, she, sh- I think she made the first Or She had a crush on me and brought it up. And then, um, I, uh, th- I think that's the only way it would have happened because I wouldn't have had the courage. Like I know where I am in the pecking order of guys <laughs> and where I stand, And I would have not asked a pretty blonde lady who was six foot two right. at-, at all. Right. And so, uh, we worked together at the same company and, um, and she was very sweet and I was like, Whoa, uh, okay, yeah. I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> nice. And yeah. being funny, I'm sure helps. Yeah, I think that's all I got, honestly. <laughs> I think that's keeping us alive. Yeah, it's yeah. not, you know, being six inches shorter than her. I don't think she's like, you know what? I've always liked uh I've always imagined myself with a slightly taller Peter Dinklage. Uh, <laughs> I think that's kind of my thing. I saw Game of Thrones and Peter he's Dinklage. about the same height. When he's on a horse, he's about the same height as me, so let's let's go with that. You know, I don't think that's was probably my personality. <laughs> on a horse. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <Really? laughs> yeah. When he's on a horse, he's probably the same as me kneeling down. <laughs> and so, yeah.
0: I, I love it. Um, And I, where did you, where did you have the uh, wedding?
1: We got married in Joshua tree uh, oh, national wow. park, which is like a beautiful desert out in California. Yeah. um, It was really cool. We were looking, we, that's a place we always go like camping. We're like big campers and stuff. And, um, we were looking for a place to get married in the area, and things were really expensive. And we just decided to drive through the national park, and we found this random little amphitheater, like uh, with seat, like uh, like there was benches and everything. It was in the middle of the whole park, and we just asked the park ranger, like, hey, is can you rent the amphitheater?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's a uh, hundred bucks." What? <laughs> and so we went from like looking at places that we couldn't afford that were like ten thousand or yeah. even like. Yeah, or in that ballpark. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Yeah, it's a hundred ten dollars. Uh, you just have to, and
0: you just fill out a form and give them a check and pick a weekend." And seems like it'd be a pretty popular place if it's that, you know? Yeah, Joshua yeah. Tree, hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah,
1: it was crazy. And so, I mean, there were some a little. I mean, it was not easy because we got there. I knew there. It was like this is too good to be true. So we showed up uh, the day of the wedding. I showed up an hour early with my friend who's doing the music and, and um, uh, our officiant and stuff. And there was people rock climbing, like, right? <laughs> like, they yeah. were rock climbing. Where like, I was like, hey, and I was wearing my suit. My, all my friends are dressed up. It's like, hey, we're about to have a wedding here. Uh, would you mind leaving? He's like, well, uh, looks like our permit ends in 45 minutes, so uh, we're gonna be climbing. And I was like, well, I mean, we start in about 45 minutes. Would you mind? He's like, sorry, man, I got to get my climbing in. I oh. got, I'm, I'm teaching a class. And I was like, come on, man, mm. and like, try. And then, like, luckily, some of the people like that were climbing with them. Like, hey, you know, we can just climb over there if yeah. you want. And the guy was kind of territorial, but I was like, almost had a heart attack that there was gonna be. People of like carabining down or whatever the way. I don't even know the term. Uh, sure, just climbing. It. Is it carabining? Uh, I think no, that's no definitely way. not it. <laughs> and then uh, just climbing in the background. <laughs> There's like wedding pictures or some guys' buff calves <laughs> <laughs> climbing yes. in some ropes or, in the or background. Or what if
0: there would have been like an accident? Oh, gosh. In the middle you're just of your Falling ceremony, off, right?
1: Like, oh, gosh. That would have been a nightmare. Hey,
0: attention up here. Yeah, yeah, guys. Attention up here. It's kind of our special day.
1: Uh, <laughs> if you could ignore the
0: helicopters
1: that are coming to pick airlift this half dead guy off these rocks yeah. that would be cool um and oh it was it was a very fun and personable wedding It was pretty small It was like 70 people and uh maybe 60 and um we had music and we we're gonna play the song songbird which is like a really pretty Fleetwood Mac song mm-hmm. for my wife to walk down the aisle with her parents and my friend Ryan was gonna play it off an iPod that was connected to speakers and it sounded great we like went and figured out the acoustics and put it in the right spot (laughs) yeah like that sweet spot (laughs) yeah Yeah. maren came and did me a favor and um so she starts walking down the aisle with her parents the song's playing it's very slow and beautiful song and like people are crying and like i'm holding back tears and stuff and for some reason inexplicably the the song Switched to the Power of Love by uh, Huey Lewis and the News. So people are like, all of a sudden it was like, dun, dun, the power of love. He's like, I don't need money. I don't need fame. I don't need credit card or whatever, however it goes. And people are like, what happened? And my friend's like scrambling to fix it and then Songbird comes back on and then Huey Lewis comes back on again. And it was like, and I was like, God, Jesus, Ryan. And it was like, (laughs) we have like this like, well, like, just, like, I, I had to break it. I was, like, I have to – it was – I had to, like, talk about it. And then Christ. my friend who was officiating was, like, how about no music? We're not doing any music. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just broke. There was no tension, but it broke the, like, emotional – it was so emotional. It was started off sure, sure. with people crying, and it just made it fun Yeah, again. that's good. And it was – somehow it just worked out, and it set a tone of, like – yeah, I mean we're all here and we're all crying. This is very lovely, but this is goofy fun. Yeah. This is like a celebration of two fun
0: people. Mm-hmm. So uh, right now. And now, which one is your song? Like really, when it comes down to it, I when mean, they come, every which one I
1: hear the power of love. Like yeah. it's like <laughs> right. It's like aha, you. <laughs> we, it was like being rickrolled or something at our own <laughs> wedding. Uh, but it was really, it was really sweet. And whenever I hear it, I, I, I think sweet things. Yeah.
0: You know? It w- would have been, uh, could have been a little different if like a, uh, you know, like hardcore rap song came oh, out yeah. or something, right? <laughs> yeah, it was like,
1: it's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. So, like-, like,
0: Chris never turn it off. The joke's <laughs> yeah. always, yeah, yeah. oh, I get it. He's being funny. Yeah.
1: Oh, good one, Chris. Oh, man, that would have been a nightmare. <laughs> but it was. It was funny doing it out there because my mom was expecting. She's like, So what church are you getting married at? We're like, yeah. uh, out in the park. She's like, A park? She's like, So, and who's the pastor? And right. I was like, My friend Alex. And she's like, Your friend Alex. What is church is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, not a church. She's like, Okay, all right. I get it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she loved it. And yeah. it was really, it was really a fun, really a fun weekend. Awesome. Yeah.
0: I, uh, and then I, I heard some of, um, you put off your honeymoon like I did. You didn't go right away, right? Yeah, I waited um,
1: maybe like five months or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, we we ended up going to Jamaica in January. Oh, cool! And you did Cuba, Cuba, yeah, yeah, I went to Cuba, yeah, which was exciting. Yeah. I've listened to you on some other shows. Oh, cool! And I, uh, you, the stories are, I, from what I heard, ama- amazing. Yeah, yeah, um, Cuba.
1: Yeah, it was quite a, a pilgrimage because my family's from there, and they left in the 70s and they had such a terrible time like they never have gone back and it was very controversial for me to go and I was kind of bugging my parents about it mostly my mom and I was like I want to go on our honeymoon where you and dad went on your honeymoon like 50 years ago and she was like oh okay okay." and then my dad's old he's getting older and he has Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. and stuff and so I wanted to get the I was like well and also I want to get the family history and I want to see it you know, and mm-hmm. my family and all this stuff. And she was like, all right. And she, like, kind of caved down. And I um, I got to go. And it was so cool. Like, in our heads, we all have, like, a picture of what it's like. There's, like, music and dancing and old cars. right? Which is all true. But once you get there, it's, like, the most surreal place in the world. Because it really looks like it's stuck in 1959. Like, it's complete. all the cars – they're all super old, and it's they, Amazing. And some of them look great, and some of them are just like the batteries on the outside. The shifter <laughs> of my cousin's car is three chopsticks <laughs> with like duct tape around it, and he's just keeping that thing alive with like you know duct tape and a dream, sure. <laughs> like a wish. You know, <laughs> it's
0: that or nothing. Yeah, right? it's
1: there or not. It's that or nothing. And so I should
0: hire these guys for like NASCAR pit crews. Yeah, I mean they would kill it. <laughs> they would do right? that
1: or like. Or to put together your, like, apocalypse bunker or something. They're yeah. <laughs> like, if you're stuck there for 50 years, we got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is how you survive.
0: <laughs> Do you have a stick of gum? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you have some twine? We're good.
1: Yeah, we're good. I can make a helicopter. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but, yeah, it was really fun to meet my family. How long,
0: did, how long did you go? Ten days. Ten days. Was that good? Did you want longer?
1: Yeah, I mean, I want to go back. Ten days was just about right because um, – I mean, we were with family half of the time, and um, I just missed uh, America. because it's pretty hectic in Cuba, you know, and like the, I mean, this is ridiculous with uh, the mayhem that my family in Cuba has to put up with and, and has survived for such a long time. But as a visitor, it can it's culture shock, and it's very overwhelming. You're like, can someone just be quiet for once? <laughs> <laughs> then, like, I was, Cubans, we're so loud, and we're so loud. Ameri- Cuban-Americans are so loud. But in Cuba, it's like, why are you screaming? And it's like, Does anyone oh, have an answer way? for that? Uh, no. No. <laughs> yeah, no. it's like, oh, no, I was whispering. I think that's the <laughs> answer. I was like, oh, man, I, this is my library voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <right>.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: but uh, – yeah, it was so cool and it's very beautiful and the people, everything that people say about the culture, like the people are so warm, even the fact they have nothing, they're you know very sweet and it's surreal because like people aren't on their phones, like people, you don't see like the, the light glaring off their screen into their faces, like people in Cuba are totally social, mm-hmm. like they talk to you on the street, Crazy. people just come over to your house like not even knock they'll just be coming and be like hey how you
0: doing and then you're like oh and then you just offer him coffee oh i'm and, scandinavian <laughs> uh uh no no stopping by on a <laughs> oh yeah no. yeah Uh uh-uh. uh. i keep to myself <laughs> oh no no you no, no, could no. be do, a do dozen
1: people strangers in a living room at once just drinking coffee and you're like "Whoa!" because it was a big deal that i came back to the neighborhood because my my family's lived in the neighborhood forever and so being you know people remember my dad and are anybody in homes
0: that your family like the exact homes that your family were in? yeah my um
1: my dad's childhood home or he eventually lived in a house with his mom and sister and stepdad since like maybe the mid-60s or something and they still have that house wow and so uh i like i i did like I filmed like a little tour of like walking inside and my mom was just like shivers. She was like, Oh my gosh. And she was like, I can smell it. Like I can, I can, I can like, and she like b- brought back all these nostalgic feelings and yeah. stuff. And then my aunt took me to my parents' house that where they had my sister and where they lived. And like, I mean, I lost it. I just like cried like a baby. Like it was like a very small one bedroom apartment, like wow. in the back of this other place. And like, just that like i cried every day for one reason or another whether it was out of guilt or joy or like pride and just to know where my parents the like they left their family behind they're from this little pretty much shack and like the outskirts of Havana, coming to the united states having me like sacrificing everything for me yeah i was just blown away like by gratitude and i was like just like just cried like a baby and like my aunt did, too, and it was just so sweet to, like, just, like, knock. I, like, knocked on the door to see who was living there, and no one was there. Oh, wow. But just, like, the from my fist being next to, like, my face to, like, knocking, I was like, this is crazy. Right. Like, it was, like, it was such a crazy feeling to just, like, can I go inside here? And we ended up, we, we couldn't go inside, but we talked to some of the neighbors, and people were like, are you Primitivos, kid? Like, because I look so much like my dad. And how, how old was he when he left? They left in maybe their late twenties, early thirties. Okay. And my dad left first, and he lived in Spain, and then brought my mom and sister over. And then after a couple of years, they came to the United States. Okay. But um, yeah, so maybe he was like thirty or late twenties or something. But I look so much like um, okay. that people were just like you're. You're Andre. You're like that's that's you and so You left
0: owe me a hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> yeah, that guy owes me a hundred dollars. <laughs> which is just enough to buy the island of Cuba. I don't have any of that, but you can put I'm down. laughing, but it's so pretty <laughs> yeah, <yeah>. sad, man. <laughs> yeah, I oh. mean it is, but it's like humor is such a big part of the Cuban culture. Like they have comed like they've had stand up has been big in Cuba for a long time and there's like I grew up on Cuban stand up records, like there was like this guy Abadis Gales who was like Guy put out like over 30 or 40 records, yeah? and like everybody knows them. And like today, there's big stand up comedians. There's this guy named um, Bangfilo, who's he's probably around my age, but he dresses up like an old guy. And he just like he, he's political, but you're not really out, allowed to be political, so he talks in uh-huh. doubles double talk
0: oh boy and so
1: he'll be telling a story about a squirrel or a shark or something but it's really about the government it's like really clever wow and then there's a guy named roedico who's kind of like i'm the crazy in your face guy okay (laughs) like there's like a whole uh comedy scene that's just like always been there and i feel like it's very uh part of the culture and like how social people are and like when things are kind of tough like that all you got is like sure comedy and like laughing and stuff oh yeah it's like a
0: very lively, warm culture. Could you the way things are, could you perf- could you see yourself performing there ever? Is that possible? Yeah, I think I think it's possible. Like I kind of
1: kind of searched out some comedy shows and it was mostly like Did you go to open mics? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did a mic in Havana, but the At Grumpy's Yeah, I, El Grumpy's? I did I went to El Grumpy's and uh <laughs> The line was four hours long, <laughs> but then they were like, "Hey, man, well, the line for toilet paper is longer." Uh-huh. So, what are you complaining about? <laughs> You're right. um, but uh, I have a friend that just told me that there's like places where you can do it in Havana, and like I didn't want to like really do it on my honeymoon that sure. much. No, She'd be no, like, no, I didn't "Sweetheart, uh, I'm gonna go do a mic." She's yeah. like, get the fuck out of yeah, here! Stay sharp, stay sharp, stay sharp. Yeah, yeah. Come it's on! If I don't us. do it for a week, I start feeling crazy. <laughs> and uh, but I would really like to go. To Cuba, and even like it would be cool. This is a couple other Cuban comedians around, or it, it just uh, whoever to go and kind of do like an exchange program or something, or go, yeah, even do a documentary about the scene, yeah, would be so cool. And uh, like I think the yeah.
0: documentary that's uh, have you heard about the one from here? No. Uh, Josh Weinstein did one. Acme did a tour. Uh, Louis Lee, who you just met, the owner. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he uh, and three. Well, uh, Pete Lee, Chad Daniels, oh, and legends. Tom Segura. The, oh, the great. Yeah, they went to China three years, two and, oh, and a half, crazy years ago. And there's a documentary that's the done, and like we all get to see it in the next couple of weeks. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. John oh. Apatow uh, has seen it and gave a review on Twitter. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's about those guys doing, uh, you know, all these shows in China. Oh wow, that's so cool! Yeah. What good ambassadors
1: for well, American comedy. <laughs> than those three, they're so funny. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I really, and I, I met him in Akumal. Chad Daniels right. to me is
0: like, is there anyone funnier? <laughs> he's he's absolutely one of the best. He is so good. There's, uh, I save a look behind the curtain here. I you know like i told you before we started i've been doing this for over four years now and chad's been on several times there are certain like i'll bring stories along you know yeah. i mean i know chad pretty well so yeah. it's not like i'm getting his background anymore or anything like that but there are certain stories that i set aside that i only bust out for chad yeah because i because they're dirty yeah they're yeah there's just something about him they match up to him and he i'm like this knows is what-.
1: how to get right in there yes. you know yes. oh he's just the right amount of dirty mm-hmm. and uh like angry a little Mm -hmm. bit there. It's like, he just really nails it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, what type of, uh, I know the, you know, communism, the economy and everything. What kind of jobs do your relatives have in? Oh, that's interesting. Um, well
1: on my dad's side of the family, um, my aunt, like my dad's side of the family is very poor. Like they were like street kids and stuff, but my, my aunt managed to be, like an accountant for like a big hotel chain. Okay. And um which you it sounds so fancy but it's really not. Uh but my cousin, her son, was an engineer, but he got paid so little, it's like twenty bucks a month. That's how much people make in Cuba is like the average salary is somewhere in the twenty dollar range. And uh he stopped being an engineer to drive a gypsy cab. Holy so could correct. you imagine being an engineer and just being, fuck it, I'm, I got to do lift. I got to do something to make this work.
0: Oh, my God. And so he
1: sells earrings on the side also. Like, he makes – it's like a family thing for, like, a couple generations. People in my family have made their own earrings. Okay. And, so, and sold them as jewelry and stuff. Nice. And so – but if you don't work for the government, you have to pay a tax if you're independently – like, if you have your own business. Uh-huh. So he starts, like, a month, like, 40 to $60 in the hole – and then he asked, because the government's like, you don't want to work for us? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So and then you have to. Good luck. Yeah, kid. good luck. And yeah. so he has to, like, hustle. So Cubans are always hustling. They're uh-huh. like, you, like, I brought a bunch of stuff, like just supplies and gifts to my family. And I had, like, I thought they had younger kids because I don't really know them well, that well. And I brought a bunch of, like, dinosaur toys and, like, trucks for a boy and, like, baseball and baseball bats and stuff. And I was like, hey, sorry, I didn't realize your kids were older. And he's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to sell this stuff. <laughs> like, I, he's like, I'm going to flip this stuff. We're going to be okay. Um, <laughs> nothing goes to waste. Yeah, nothing goes to waste ever. Like, he, you could tell he's an engineer and nothing goes to waste because the, um, the shower curtain or, the, like, a curtain rod that they had in the house, he made it out of, he cut up a hula hoop. And stuck the, like, the pieces together and made a curtain, like, a, a curtain rod out of them. Wow. Like, that's how MacGyver,
0: like, Take that, Martha Stewart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
1: know. That's so funny. Uh-huh. uh Her show there would be, like, okay, so you take this, uh, uh you take a rake and a shoe, and, uh, there you go. <laughs> that's your fall. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, And then just leave the front door open, and company will come, and they'll love it. You'll <laughs> yeah, try. yeah, yeah. It'll be great. Um <laughs> uh, And then my, his wife is a doctor and she's like kind of a top doctor and she only makes like 50 bucks a month. And so it's like really crazy. And, um, it's, it's really unfortunate
0: when you, can you, uh, I mean, I so I know so little about it. Like, okay, she's making 50 and that's like to us here is nothing. You know, that's a night at Acme, you know, with some drinks and a show, um, can you tell just by walking down the street who has more money than the, you know, is it, or is it because of communism everybody kind of looks the same? I mean, Do you, know you can really
1: tell, yeah, it's, re- you don't see a huge discrepancy. Like, you know, people say they'll, they'll go to India and they'll see very wealthy people and then, you know, people living on the street. Yeah. Uh, there isn't that type of disparity. You could tell people are usually, you th- people look all the same, like the same class. Sometimes, I mean, people, uh, Cubans, uh, also, tend to be flashy and love cologne and jewelry, so they'll huh. really try to like bling it up. But it's not like it's not like a re- it's not like a real wealthy person's look. It's a kind of a humble, uh, you know. I'm wearing a bunch of bracelets, yeah, yeah. really colorful and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I don't see any bracelets on you right now. No, no, not no, no bracelets. <laughs> Leave those for Ricky Rubio. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, but you don't really see homeless people either um and so that's kind of interesting like people hmm. at the bare minimum like uh, will be okay but like yeah. it is people are destitute people are pretty much starving people are um kind of sick like it's not there, and, and but you could just and that's not everybody, but you're like you're like people are kind of tired. <laughs> like people mm-hmm. have had to survive this for a long time.
0: Did you do any uh did you do any bartering with anyone when you were there? Is that a thing? Um no,
1: I did have a couple encounters like with like people get scammed and stuff like that. There's like a couple scams especially when you go to Havana, people tell you not to buy any cigars on the street. Cause they're probably defective and stuff like that. So, some, what's like, a defective cigar? Yeah, like it's like no it'll be chips, or like yeah, I know. <laughs> or too or just old or something. You yeah, know, I there's suppose. like a bunch of different ways. They're like dried out. Yeah, and, that's bad. Uh, so they'll tell you not to buy them. So one day this guy was like, "Hey, how are you guys doing? Where are you from?" And I was like, you, "People are so." And I want to feel such a connection to my culture that I was just like, "Hey, I'm from California!" <laughs> like, just a mark, yeah, such a yeah, mark. Yeah. Uh-huh. And but my parents are from Cuba, and my family lives in Havana. Just like giving up way too information, too much information. But you can't really <laughs> tell because people are so nice and friendly. Uh-huh. And this guy's like, "Hey, man, well, I just want to tell you have a good time here. Uh, just don't buy any cigars on the street because people try to like either rob you or they'll be defective or something. Um, but you know." Once uh, a month, there is a cigar co op co-op that opens up in the neighborhood. And it's actually, like, right by my house. So if you want, I'll take you to the good place to get cigars. Oh, nice. So I was like, cool, awesome, hook it up. Yeah. So we walked to his, this place, and it's this guy's house. Yeah. And he doesn't even know where they there. We're, I'm sitting in this guy's living room, and he's like, Oye, And I'm like, oh, what's going on here? And this guy, like, sleepy-eyed guy walks in, <laughs> and he just, like, opens a box of cigars, and he's like, I got these cigars, and he brings more cigars and stuff. And I'm kind of looking at him, and I was like, these are defective cigars. Cigars. He's this part guy, of it. This guy's part of it. Yeah. I just got like double, like, don't believe these mm-hmm. bad guys. And I was like, oh, that is some top level. It is. Like stuff. Mm-hmm. And so.
0: I'm a double secret agent. Yeah. It's like, yeah.
1: I was like, wow, that is very sharp. Uh-huh. That is like, because you have to. And I understood. I was like, this guy's just trying to get by. Like, you have to hustle. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even feel bad. I didn't have any cash on me to give the guy. But I was like, oh, man, that was a. I'm not going to buy anything, but that was a pretty. Yeah. you know, I appreciate the hustle, you know, cause they really don't have any choice. I heard this story. We went to Vinales, which is where uh, all the tobacco farms are. And it's really beautiful. And, um, we were staying at a Casa particular, which is kind of like a, um, Airbnb. Okay. And you could just stay, you know, stay in someone's home. And sometimes they'll have a couple of tourists there. So these German tourists were also in this place and we had dinner with them out on this patio and kind of got to know each other. And, um, this German guy was like, I asked him, I was like, so how'd you get here? Did you take a bus or a cab because it's two hours out of Havana? He was like, I rented a car. I was like, that is insane. Like, the roads, a lot of roads don't have any signs The potholes are the size of, like, people. Uh-huh. I was like, and this is a German guy, like, in his 60s or 70s driving around. I'll figure In it this out. place where there's, like, not that many rules, you wow. know, on the road at uh-huh. least. And uh, he said it was crazy because halfway... From Havana to Vinales, he got pulled over by a police officer. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And he was like, so the police officer pulls me over, and he says, do you know why I pulled you over? And the guy's like, no. And he's like, I pulled you over because my wife needs a ride. What? (laughs) My wife needs a ride around town. So if you want to, like, avoid any problems... You're going to have to drive her around. So Here, this, t- take my wife, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this cop, like, escorted these German, this German couple to this Cuban cop's house, and then he drove this lady around to do errands. What? Yeah, and then, like, dropped her off at the mom's house in the next town. And I was like, that is, like, I was like, that's actually kind of also very courteous. It's like best case scenario. The guy didn't shake him down. He didn't put him in prison. He didn't take any money from him. He was like, my wife just really needs uh, a ride to like the market and her mom's house. You're going to have to give her a ride. What the hell? And so a cop, and so then they were going to like the next town, like a bunch of Cuban guys on the side of the road are like slamming on, like stopping them in the street and like slamming on the hood of the car. Uh And uh, they're like, you can't go this way. And, uh, he was like, yeah, it looks I can go that way. And they're like, no, uh, we'll show you how to go. So they, like, clown car. All these guys get in these German couples' car. And then he, like, it was a trick. But he just ends up driving these guys an hour to Vinales oh to their God. cousin's house. Ah. And then they get out. And they're like, hey, so my cousin has a tobacco farm it, if you'd like a tour. And he's like, yeah, that sounds great. Okay, he's it's like, getting it's uh, $50 for the both of you. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it just never ends because – I mean they have no choice but to survive and they're gonna they're gonna do it any way they can the shakedown they just shake down any way they can do it and i mean i i think it's i i find a lot of uh i i just think uh, i'm not it's something to be proud of (laughs) you know like these guys these people are surviving uh and they're just making it work and they're doing it with like Joy, and they're doing it mostly with a positive attitude just because they have to. They're stuck on this island prison and they're making the best of it. Yeah, and it's like kind of a beautiful thing. And, Talk about uh, street smarts. Yeah, just the most street smarts. Like Holy you can't God. even imagine. Like you can't. I learned that you can't get a straight answer out of anybody when in terms of money and how much anything costs. Because uh, we we're in Vinales, and we want to visit this. There's a cave that has a river inside, and you could take a boat in this underwater oh. river cave. Cool. And I was like, Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So I asked the lady we were staying with, I was like, how much is a cab to get there? She's like a cab. I, I don't know. I have no idea. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, well, do you know a cab I can call or anything? She was like, well, my son lives a couple of blocks away and he could probably give you a ride. And I don't know, he could probably do it for some cheap, like 20 bucks. And this is a lady who's been very nice to us and everything and um, and very sweet and she cooked us lunch and dinner every day and it was delicious yeah. and she just opened up our, her home to us and I was like, uh, you know what? I think I'm just going to walk out to the main street and kind of figure it out and she was like, no problem and so I find a cab and I was like, "Hey man, how much a cab? How much is a cab to the caves?" And he's like, "Oh, 5 bucks." Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and it's like you can't uh-huh. you can't get a straight answer. And like also we wanted to rent a horse cuz you can take a horse through the tobacco fields and coffee fields and it's really cool. Oh, we can. And uh, everybody knows somebody. So it's like, "Oh yeah, I was thinking about doing a tour through the that booking agency downtown." She's like, "No, no, no. Yeah. My uh, daughter's boyfriend's family has a horse guy oh yeah and so uh-huh. you give them probably 50 bucks we got to rent these horses for a whole day we got a guide the guy I gave the guy 50 bucks he probably broke off 20 to the lady yeah and that's just how it's like a network mm-hmm. where everyone's kind of looking out for each other yeah. and making sure everyone like gets by.
0: Yeah. you know when we were in Jamaica, I we you know we we're staying in one of these all-inclusive places, but we I really wanted to and I had some advice from a friend of mine that goes there once or twice a year to go and like hook up with the local yeah. and have them sort of keep an eye on us, a little kind of protection sure, like to of course. don't go down the wrong road or you That's know smart yeah and man that was the greatest idea we had was yeah. doing that and oh to yeah get you got out to. of there and going to see and you know i we'd go to places and he would kind of step in and negotiate a price yeah but then i will admit like the last day we hung out with him yeah uh he was like hey you know maybe a little a little more money here yeah, for, yeah you know me uh you know a little something something for the effort basically well. yeah and that was never met. That was never discussed. Beforehand, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like I'm not gonna. Yeah, I better. Yeah. yeah. I gotta hook it's a. Up it here. puts you
1: kind of in a tough situation. Yeah. Uh, but I felt like I always had to. Like out of like part of it was guilt, and also just wanting because I mean they t- 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 like twenty bucks a month. That's ridiculous. So like wherever I could, I wouldn't try to go because there's like government restaurants, and you could take the government. Like um, yeah, they own everything. You know, so. Any bus you take and, like, some taxis and stuff. But I always try to go independently, Mm -hmm. like, eat at... Because you can eat dinner in someone's home. Like, they just open up their houses as restaurants and stuff. So I'd always do that just so the money would go directly to the people. They are taxed heavily. Like, if you have a restaurant in your house, uh, you're probably taxed, like, 80% or something (laughs) ridiculous. But I was like, you know, I'd rather give it directly to someone. Uh So when we had the horse guy, the guide... I was like, cool, he's showing us to the, the like, a, like, not the touristy cigar place. He took us to this cool little t- cigar farm. Yeah. He took us to this cool random shack in the middle of nowhere where they were, um, they served a coconut, and it was like locals there. It was a coconut that was cut open, like a fresh young coconut, and it had um, rum and sugar cane in it, and it was like the most delicious thing wow. in the world. And lime. And we were just, like, sitting there in this, like, beautiful tobacco field with, like, a coffee field right next to it. And, I was, and there was, like, birds. There was, like, parrots and stuff. And it was so – like, we would have never found that in a guidebook no, or I was anything. No, I'm closing my eyes picturing and pictures. And <laughs> yeah, right yeah. Oh. It was so cool. Like, the pictures – we took so many pictures. Like, I, brought a, I bought a brand-new camera just to go, and I'm, like, so people, glad wait, I did.
0: People do buy cameras?
1: I know, what? like I know. Where did you find one? I know. <laughs> I had to go. I had to talk to a guy. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. I was like, my iPhone. Said, I want to take better pictures than iPhone, so I just got like, uh, just like a nice, yeah.
0: Canon or something. It's a lost art of yeah. taking photos with something other than your phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it
1: felt worth it. Yeah, like, good. it was nice to take really cool pictures of a. I can't wait to go back.
0: And you, when do you have anything planned?
1: Nothing planned. Nothing but planned. I would really like to go.
0: And you said you're. You Siblings, you have a sister you mentioned? Yeah, I have an
1: older sister. Has uh, she gone back there? No, she hasn't gone, Not but she kind of wants to. For
0: the wedding, she didn't?
1: Um, I mean, my sister, I mean, the our wedding was in California. Uh, oh, that's right. Like, I'm sorry. So yeah. she hasn't gone back because she was born there too. And, I mean, she's curious to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of, I kind of. Uh, opened up the doors for my family All of a sudden my mom was like Hey, I think it would be really cool to go Like, okay. I'd see my sister and all this stuff And uh, I think she would really like it You
0: know uh, Sean Patton? Yeah, um, of course Yeah if you He was here, last time he was here He yeah. told a story about he went to a bachelor party in Cuba Oh yeah,
1: we, we talked about it
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, you have Yeah Yeah, and uh, well then i didn't hear that conversation but so maybe you can share with me did uh one of the things he was saying he, he, how did he phrase it most not if i say most that's going to sound really uh insincere yeah. but uh he said a lot of women were available as prostitutes yeah i
1: didn't experience that, did that he say tell you because that? i wasn't look- looking for it like sean probably was <laughs> um so i have no comment on that no i'm just kidding. <laughs> He's like, everywhere you go, it's a prostitute. And i like, no, that's probably just someone's mom, and uh, you're just drunk, Sean, you horny, horny bastard.
0: <laughs> well, he also says that about Minneapolis <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh, Los like, Angeles. like, you have to put in the whole place. <laughs> you're like, what are you
1: talking about? This is the most decent people, right. the nicest, decentest people. She just said hello because people say hello on yeah, the street, I, Sean. Right. It was not a lady of the night. <laughs>
0: Uh, People can be nice without wanting to have sex. <laughs> yeah, with you. yeah, you're yeah. About it.
1: <laughs> um, I didn't really notice that much, but I'm sure. I mean, it was all around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes you would see like a pasty British guy, and you're like with like a woman that looked like Beyonce, and you're like, okay, well, that's something.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's not a.
0: I saw that. In that's Jamaica not a as date. Well. Yeah, you
1: would see stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you're like, oh yeah, I'm sure they've known each other in an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: maybe. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, the heavy petting means that it, it looks like it's longer than an hour, but eh, I bet they don't even know each other. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. So you said you'd go back. How about um, when I <laughs> when I order a Cuban sandwich? Yeah. In Minnesota, is what? What is that? How do I ask this? Is that something that's similar to? what people are actually eating why is it a Cuban sandwich
1: you know my instinct is to say I before I used to be like it's probably bullshit (laughs) but people make good Cuban sandwiches like all you need is like a roll and uh, a pickle some ham some pork Swiss cheese mustard maybe mayo and it's just pressed Mm -hmm. and you can press it like at home We'll just put like my mom always put foil over a brick <laughs> and use that as like a panini press, and she would just put it on like a pan. Of course she did. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course she did. Yeah. And uh so we yeah.
0: misplaced the stone she was using. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I know.
1: Uh-huh. I remember I had we had like a Super Bowl party one year, and I made a bunch of Cuban sandwiches, like tiny Cuban sandwiches with like Hawaiian bread yeah. for fun. Yeah. And um, I used a brick, and my roommates were like, "What the hell are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh." This isn't normal. Like <laughs> I had no idea that you couldn't just put foil around a brick. <laughs> Same with like my mom had. Cubans really love Vicks VapoRub. Rub. Like if you're sick, like you just
0: slather it all over. And no, Chris, I watched one. Of, I watched th- all three of your uh, Cuban life hacks. Oh yeah, videos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and cool. I saw there was something on there about Vicks. Oh yeah, like so there's there's some legitima- legitimacy, legitimacy to that.
1: You take Vicks, you put it on a paper towel, and you like put it under. Your shirt at night, and people have there's i've heard stories of people eating it like you just take a spoonful of it, which is insane Very. and then my friend sonia 's mom would put a newspaper, put it on newspaper, put it in the microwave, and put it like uh, on your chest, like her mom would do that, no and isn't that crazy y- but y- it was <laughs> like, oh. It works. Oh, yeah. They, don't worry about it. It's uh, I don't know what these doctors are feeding you, but if you put the business page on your chest, then
0: slather is Isn't it weird? Yeah, uh, you know what? I Actually, I got a splinter. This is real. I got yeah, a splinter. Yeah. It's still in my finger yeah. right here, my index finger, my left hand, and it is freaking painful. Yeah. It happened yesterday. Last night, I went online to try to figure out, like, I can't even see this thing. I don't have a magnifying glass. Yeah. I was reading these crazy ha- life hacks to try yeah. to get splinters out. One of them was involved... Putting, uh, c- taking, cutting out a, p- a piece of banana peel, and uh, taping it to the uh, skin where the splinter is, leaving it overnight, and then something in the banana peel raises the you know the wood out to get your splinter like the out.
1: Carbon mon- like carbon, like it would uh, scientifically pull. I have no idea. The out.
0: There was another one was d- d- dipping your you know like finger in vinegar. I mean that's only one that kind of like okay I could did that you try? I it? Guess that's the one I tried. It didn't work. Uh, there was, like, put glue on it to wait for it to dry, which, yeah, I could see that. Or duct tape, even. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah duct tape. Yeah, some uh, of these make sense. Yeah, but the banana peel. I mean, that, Does that one. that one have origins If that one
1: doesn't work, you just feel like such an idiot. Right? <laughs> like, now my hand smells like a banana all day. My freaking pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, banana. I don't, I mean, something about the smell of, like, a three-day-old banana. I don't know why, but I can't do it. Maybe that no. makes me a bad Cuban. <laughs> but, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, to have banana hands?
0: Gross. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. It was bad enough having my fingers smell like vinegar last yeah, night. Yeah, totally. To I couldn't get rid of that. Um, So I i don't know. That was a weird life act. Those videos are very funny, by the oh, way. Thank there are there more you. Uh, on the way?
1: Yeah, well, I did. Um, So Moss Mejor is a uh, Broadway video. They produce SNL and stuff, and they decided to make some, uh, like, a, start a YouTube channel for, like, Latin comedians. And they picked a couple of us, and um, they just let us make videos and stuff, let us produce videos. And so, my first series was the Cuban life hacks. So they just thought it was funny mm-hmm. to do like, because we're so we're such survivalists, yeah. They just like have these ridiculous,
0: uh, like how to
1: what was what's some of them?
0: Well, one of them was a uh, reusing um, empty water bottles. Oh yeah, yeah. There's that one. Yeah. You
1: make a boat, mm-hmm. and then there's. Uh, uh, jeez, I'm forgetting. Oh, how to fold a fitted sheet fitted is sheets? by uh, using the powers of Santeria and stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, but my new series... Yeah, I, I
0: lit light a candle with your mind. Oh, yeah, you it? light a candle
1: with your mind, and you use some of the blood of a toucan, and then, <laughs> voila, you have a fitted sheet. Um, and then my new series, have you seen that show Narcos? It's on Netflix. Oh,
0: with, uh, yeah, it's uh, like a Pablo Escobar. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. yeah, so I watched... My wife lost interest, so we only watched, like, the first half of the season. Yeah, so
1: the premise—I have three new videos coming out. One of them came out this week, but um, it's—the premise is that in 1993, while Pablo Escobar was on house arrest— he wrote, directed, filmed, and edited his own sitcom called It's Pablo. <laughs> and so uh and so I made a nineties style TGIF sitcom starring Pablo me as Pablo Escobar. Nice. And it's really silly. Is there like, a laugh track? There's a laugh yeah. track, mm-hmm. there's like an opening sequence that's like Family Matters. Love it. And there's like so in the first episode I um I can't, I, I can't find the remote control. Uh-huh. It's just like I'm Classic. a sitcom dad. Classic. And the second one, I, ha- I t- explain to my son about the birds and the bees. And then the third one, I watch a scary movie and I get too scared <laughs> and I can't go to sleep. But it's, So it's just like a really silly parody of 90s sitcoms. That's nice. Pablo Escobar. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, after that, I'll probably make some more. Okay. Um, but, yeah, they're really fun little videos and stuff.
0: Did you bring uh, you? I think you, at the beginning here you briefly mentioned the CD that you recorded album, yeah, whatever you yeah. want to call it, that's out now. Yeah, and the, I love the when I saw the cover, I'm like, why does this look familiar to me? And then not, and it, McCartney. Yeah, yeah, it's just the McCartney album, but with my face on it. Yeah, it's the back of his
1: album, but it's the front of my album. Mm-hmm. But he has he like it's him, and he's. The bearded. Is Paul. bearded Paul and I think I don't know if it's Stella or his other kid are in like his baby's inside of his jacket and you see the baby's face. That's right. Um yes. but my album is My Face as Paul McCartney's face, and also my face as the baby's <laughs> face. <laughs> and uh, it looks just like the album cover and the same font and everything. Yep. And if you're listening, Paul, it's a parody, and hopefully uh, we don't get to. It. <laughs> yeah, <nice. laughs> uh, and so, uh, yeah, it, the vinyl version of it came out last week. It's on, like collectible a translucent root beer colored vinyl like for people that collect wow. records mm-hmm. but also comes with a digital download card with like a bonus track on it yeah
0: the problem is it's unplayable no, <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole problem is
1: that it's a terrible <laughs> album and it is not funny <laughs> but uh, it looks great <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah i'm really it was my first album i recorded at the san francisco punchline that's like my home club cool and so yeah, i'm super proud of it and uh yeah i brought some uh been selling some. Which so you is go out, yeah, cool. you
0: go meet some fans after yeah. the show. You had pop out there?
1: Yeah, I pop out there and you know, sell 'em um, and yeah, it's going well. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I like it.
0: Where uh where else is the the, the year going to bring you? You got
1: Well, see, I um, you know, I'm um I just uh, started headlining this year. Like things. it's been like a good year for me and so I'm off to El Paso next week and then I'm going to um uh, comedy on state in madison yeah um and then like i'm starting to tour and stuff and like hopefully starting to develop tv shows and stuff like i'm pitching things around and okay things are going nicely
0: um does your wife travel with you at all
1: um whenever she can sometimes it's stuff she usually comes up to san francisco with me and stuff but she works too so yeah i wish she could come it would be so much more fun yeah than me just being by myself and <laughs> having lunch by myself
0: and have you found things to pass the time? What do you do?
1: Um, so far, I've been working on stuff during the day. Like, I've been writing and stuff and just trying to stay busy. But I want to go to the Mall of America, which I've never been to. Okay. And then I want to go to um, your record store. Uh, what's it called? Something Fetus. The
0: Electric Fetus. Electric
1: Fetus. I want to check that out.
0: That's a good, good call, yeah. Yeah, like and then that. there's
1: another record store I'm supposed to go to, too, that I heard of. But, yeah, I kind of want to do that. And okay. See the little shops and Bring stuff. some of your
0: own albums And slide them in Yeah I'll just a...
1: slide them In the McCartney section <laughs> And somebody Hopefully will confuse it um, But yeah I'm excited I think tomorrow I'm going to start Going out into the town so In the last couple of days I've just been working And writing and sure, stuff sure. But I think tomorrow I'm going to go Yeah, Go out and What should I see?
0: Uh, I mean As a tourist You already said Mall of America As yeah. someone who lives here I hate that place um, Of course Right so, but yeah, that that's a good choice. I mean, just walking around, you're staying downtown. Just yeah. Just walking around the downtown. The Mill Museum, is that cool? I've never been there. I heard it's cool. So pretty I don't cool. know. Uh, go and tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll Would tell you, you about that?
1: it. Uh, but so far, yeah, I've just been walking around a little bit, but it's a nice town. I
0: think you should go to restaurants and order a Cuban sandwich and then oh, get yeah, tickets. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I should. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not eating this. <laughs> just throwing it at them. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay, uh, is there anything else we should be mentioning here? I took, I knew we'd have, uh, oh, I heard you, you'd, I, obviously you didn't get hired, but you auditioned to SNL, you did an SNL audition? Yeah,
1: I got to test for it this year. Like, had you uh, ever
0: done, you never, that's a once,
1: first time? Yeah, first time, like, um, they, SNL was looking for some new cast members, and so they asked me to make a tape, like a tape of some characters, and I, so I filmed myself, thinking I really had no chance, like, I'm just like, I'm just gonna be myself. And silly and fun, and I'm just gonna submit this thing that they asked for, which was nice. And so after that, they were like, hey, we wanna see you audition in person at UCB, like this big theater in Los Angeles. And me thinking I really have no chance, um, because usually they go with improv people and like legitimate actors and stuff, Uh, I was like, I'm just gonna go out and have fun. And so people that are auditioning were pretty nervous, you know, and it was like, I have no chance i'm drinking a beer i'm gonna go out casually and do whatever and snl really liked it (laughs) and i think then we went to cuba on my honeymoon and i got back and they're like hey lauren michaels wants to fly you out to audition for the show and i was like what and so they flew me out to new york and i got to audition on the very stage where they film snl and lauren michaels and like people were there yeah. and it was like a total dream like it didn't happen for me but I was one of the I think they test twice a year it's probably like okay maybe a couple dozen people get to test. have you swap stories it. now with other
0: people that have gone and not
1: not yet okay not yet but before I was trying to get advice from people and uh and it was so surreal and it was so cool and it was just a neat thing to even be considered. Like yeah. I was backstage and just at 30 Rock backstage and there's like uh like backstage is like a, low, a it's like a low ceiling and there's a bunch of pipes that it's an old building and there's a pipe that says uh there's a sign on that says like watch your head Farley for chris farley because he used to just like run towards the stage and he was hit his head there so they put a little warning sign for him and i just was like i got shivers and i was like whoa yeah i was like you know childhood dream everyone's every kid that does comedy or is funny wants to do snl and i was like wow i get to like have a shot at it and um yeah i didn't get it but it was like a super cool experience that like i could tell my kids one day that like you know, and a lot of people haven't gotten it. Like people, you know, like Steve Carell never got it, and Stephen Colbert and Jim Carrey and stuff. And now me? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you but, know, the Mount Rushmore of comedy. Yeah, yeah. So, Garcia. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Carell. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was really cool. And uh, I just, I mean, a couple weeks ago they announced him, and I just wasn't one of the names. Yeah. But like, I was like, how can I be super bummed? Like, for a second. I never even. I tried to protect myself so hard by like not even imagining because they make you sign a contract. Knew exactly what you how much money you're going to make for the next seven years.
0: Oh, you already knew. You already
1: know all that stuff. You oh, have to wow. agree to the. You have to agree for the. You have to agree to the terms before you even do it. And so you add that plus this being like a childhood dream and stuff. Oh. And, uh, and so I would really one time I caught myself looking up apartments in Manhattan I was like I wonder if I can live in the village and then I was like stop it motherfucker yeah. do not go down no. that path this is like a this is do not start cashing checks right, or whatever right. and so You're
0: already shipping your furniture
1: yeah I was like oh man <laughs> well what, what color is my Lamborghini gonna be <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I luckily I was like had a good head about it my wife was really supportive and nice about it too and uh, didn't tell too many people, which mm. was good. Yeah. Then people are hounding you about it and stuff. Sure. But, um, yeah, but I'm proud of it. Like, I'm proud to even be considered. Yeah. a cool thing that I would happily audition for again. <laughs> 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 or if you're out there listening. <laughs> I know he's a big fan of the podcast, oh, so I dude. just want
0: to let him know yeah.
1: <laughs> that I will be available to audition again.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We haven't had any... Uh, Current SNL cast members on the show, but I have had a couple former cast members. Yeah, who'd you have? Uh, Dean Edwards. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, B- Brooks.
1: Wait, what's Oh, his yeah, name? Brooks Wheeling. Brooks Wheeling. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know him. He lives like a block away. Oh. He's like a buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was on it for a year. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of. They've taken like stand ups, like one or two every year. This year they took Melissa Villasenor, who is. Really funny. Like she's an LA comic. She does a lot of impersonations.
0: Yeah, and, I saw. Uh, I watched. They they posted some of his uh, her audition stuff, like a Sarah Silverman, and then she did it in the first episode. Yeah, she
1: went right to work. Yeah, and I think it's so cool. She's also the first like Latin female to be on the That's show. That, and it's like that historic. surprised me. Yeah, Just,
0: like really. I'll- that didn't happen already i guess not
1: yeah so it's so cool that she and she's perfect for it she does christina aguilera she does j-lo she does hillary clinton she does like a billion impersonation. she does wanda sykes she's like the perfect fit for the show nice and it's so cool that you know latin women have representation on it now
0: did uh did you have a what was your did you have to do an impression
1: no, I didn't do any. I just made up characters. Oh, I did Pablo Escobar in Narcos. I did oh. that uh, just because I I just just I because I can. Just get a, just cause I can. <laughs> but other than that, I was like, I don't know. I could do Goat Boy from SNL from 20 years ago. Maybe. I don't even know if I can if you do that. heard of this character, Goat Boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I wasn't the right fit. I'm, col-
0: I'm cowboy. Not what you think. <laughs> yeah, move, yeah. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing? I don't get it? Okay. No? Yeah.
1: Over your heads? Uh, yeah. Never mind. You guys will catch up to me one day. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've, holy cow. I knew this would happen, and there's a million things that we didn't get to, but. We, we better cut it off here because awesome. I don't want to take up too much of your time. And Thank
1: you so much for having me. I had such a great time.
0: Good. Thank you, Chris. Uh, continued success. And uh, by all means, uh, I, I welcome you back as soon as you get back here for uh, another week at Acme. Awesome. awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah.